talking about all the G's again today and here we the film three Thursdays I just want to welcome everyone uh sorry it was uh you know well I picked a I picked a song that I felt was kind of fitting situation um you know uh that was that song um funeral for a friend love lies bleeding by uh by Elton John is is always a personal one. I've played it for many funerals and, you know, it's one of those things that anytime I think about somebody, I've lost somebody that's passed on. I always think about that song and that song is, is very, very special and very powerful to me for that reason. So I just kind of want to open the space with that just to acknowledge uh, a friend of ours who's no longer with us, no longer in the spaces and no longer on this plane of existence with us. Um, Sundog, I don't know if he'd want to be, doxed at this point but i don't know if it matters to him uh but warwick mcleod and uh the south african filmmaker and um really really great person who i have to say i've said it many times i'll always say it and it's always something i feel very strongly about is the reason why i'm here uh in ai and in web3 and combining the both of them is because of sundog and what he showed me was possible in this space um that being said, uh, as much as Keith is always, uh, you know, always welcome to my stage as a co-host as well. Um, anybody who would also like to fill in a co-host spot for these spaces and, you know, wants to bring something specific to the to the space, what we're going to be talking about on Thursdays, uh, always feel free to reach out. It's something that I think Sundog would have wanted me to do is, uh, you know, like just have anybody who wants to co-host who really wants to who really wants to hop on and like really help uh, the people in this community and, you know, beyond this community. Um, I also get really inspired and I was on that space just a little while ago of the AAR Today spaces who they always have, you know, kind of a moving uh, target as far as guests and, and hosts and stuff like that. And, you know, I think there's something to be said where I'm going to be a mainstay here, but anybody else who really wants to co-host for one or two or a couple of these sessions and, you know, it'd be really cool to have a couple of different ideas here. Um, but, you know, what Sundog would also say is on with the show. Show must go on. Uh, I also wanted to say hello to my good friend and uh, purveyor of this contest, the person who made it all possible, Keith. How you doing, Keith? Hey, brother. I'm doing just fine. I'm just really excited about the judges and everything that's happening. But, you know, it's bittersweet because hearing Sundog's voice and his accent, it really got you into the move and you could feel his energy. 
But it goes to show you that people really don't let you know behind the scenes what's really going on with them. So sometimes maybe you do have to reach out. And he was such a good brother and he was inspiring. Like you said, I heard so much about him even before I started coming to the spaces about him because of you. And you mentioned his name. And then when you showed his work, it was so incredible and it was so far into the future. And it, it blew my mind that he was using AI with live footage and acting. And he shot it with the red. And it was just amazing. And not to be able to hear his brother's voice, you know, um, it, it takes you back a little bit. But like you said, Sandog would say the show must go on. And I had a DM from him not too long ago. And he was telling me thank you about um, some stuff that me and him had talked about in the DM, about some pictures. And um, he was a really wonderful brother. And I'm glad I got to meet him and cross paths with him because of you, Chris. So I want to tell you thank you for what you're doing because you really bring people together. And he was one of the people that you brought together. And he really respected you and loved what you were doing. So... Thank you, Chris, and um, much respect to Sundog, and much respect to everybody who's entered the contest, and thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought I was going to have, uh, I have the top five, everybody's uh, ready, and everybody got in. There was, uh, I had to talk to one of the judges who was, you know, it was one of the issues with judging this, it was, I picked people who didn't particularly know a lot about AI video, but, you know, the people I picked, Javier and Sherry, um, out of the five, I wanted two people that had a real handle on the film world and, you know, understood that world a lot, a lot stronger than just the AI world. And then, you know, I also picked uh, other people who would have a lot stronger hold on the AI world and not as much on the film world. Um, Harry's in the audience whenever you come up to speak and, you know, such like that. And, Harry is one of those people who I really appreciate what he does with AI video. And of course, like Sundog was the one person I had asked first, just because of everything I've said. And when he was no longer able to be, you know, judge anymore, um, I asked the only other person that I know he would have wanted me to ask, which was Sandy. Uh, and if anyone doesn't know who Sandy Toes is, she's an amazing voice. She's been on the she's been on stage here a couple of times, and she's an amazing voice in the space, and really has an appreciation for the art and the work. And she knows she knows both sides of that. She's she's worked in many different fields, and and really pushed her uh, her creativity to the max, being an AI, and is one of the the, the loudest people about how awesome this space can be. And so it was natural for me to ask her if she would be interested um, just because it's what Sundar would have wanted me to do. Uh, and, you know, but the real issue with that was like, everyone had their different, their different kinks and different things that they were looking at. And, you know, one of the, one of the uh, judges this morning when I was, you know, I didn't have the, I had the close to the top five because it was pretty unanimous on uh, who won. Um, but, you know, one of the judges was like, I don't know how to look at the, the specifics of this. Like, how do I understand what 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 what's really trying to come out of this? And, you know, most of what I um, what I said is the same thing I said to my wife yesterday when she was finally interested in whatever the fuck I've been doing for the last couple of months. And I was like, hey, want to watch the, you know, the things, I, the, the films. And she watched them and she understood, like, what the idea is, is telling many stories from many different backgrounds and many different fields. And, you know, she she looked at all these different films and she picked out a few that we watched together. And it was a it was a really powerful experience to be able to, like, do that with somebody who has no idea about any of this. 
Um, and then also with the judge this morning was just like talking over all the different pieces and what it took to make them and everything. And that was, you know, that was another powerful thing. Um, I don't know how many of them are going to be able to join us today. We're going to go for the two hours as usual. Uh, I have everyone invited. Delta is moving. Sherry is at a doctor's appointment and sends her love and she won't be able to show up today, but she did really want to thank everyone uh, who submitted and she watched all the films and she had a lot of really particular questions about each one of them and, you know, what it took to make this or what it took to make that. And as well, Javier is, I think, on set or he's somewhere else. I'm not sure if he'll make it today, but we'll see. It's one of those things. We'll kind of keep it open. Um, at 12.30 on the dot, the announcement's going to go out on my Twitter anyway. So between now and then, the next 14 minutes or so, uh, we'll just kind of talk about, you know, what's going on and uh, kind of what's happening. Um, so the the next step of this after we announce the five is going to be a virtual film fest. And it looks very likely that uh, on cyber is going to be the, the spot where we'll be going just because on cyber spatial, they kind of have the same thing. But we want to make it token gated where, you know, people who want to see the films who are, you know, very dedicated to this idea. You know, it's not going to be a high it's not going to be a high ticket price. It's going to be a low ticket price, but we want to curate it as far as who gets to come in, who gets to understand this. And also we want to give something to the people who sponsored this. We want to give something to the artists for the event, you know, just kind of kick it all off. And, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be full featured. We're going to have the, the, the top five films woven together as the way they're going to be for the Tubi, um, for the Tubi experience and the entertainment experience is going to happen after and basically the distro, the distribution afterward. Um, and then there's also going to be, you know, a section where there's going to be the art from the previous competition, uh, it's going to be featured up where it'll be for sale for anyone who wants to buy it. We'll also be putting this all over social media as well. And then um, there's going to be a spot for the other works that didn't make it into the top five. They'll be playing on like some sort of loop um, or, or to, you know, depending on what space we get, it might be just be whenever somebody walks up to it, if the, if the triggers are fun enough. And then there's also going to be a spot just dedicated to Sundog and his work and Tales of Time. And as a producer token holder, um, you know, there's something uh, something very powerful that he allowed us to do was we were able to uh, have Tales of Time and show it as long as we, you know, the way Sundog said, give him a little bit of money back and uh, whatever we sell from the uh, whatever ticket sales we make will be going back to Sundog's wallet that as far as. I know right now his family has control over. Um, we might even make a custodial just to have that ready for when we at full confirmation. But either which way, there'll be a piece that's not just going to the sponsors, not just going to the artists, not just going to uh, any of that, but also to Sundog's family. Um, just, you know, to be supportive. Um, but yeah, that's, and that's kind of after that is where the, the product's going to get taken by a distributor and, you know, kind of seeing where it's going to go. Um, it's not many things in the field that exist like this. There is not many, uh, even amalgamation of different films together that are put through the traditional systems. So this will be early of its kind if it's not first. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be one of those things that AI being a buzzword is going to be interesting to see how the different, the varying different distributors and distribution platforms like take it and how their aggregator kind of pushes it around, uh, especially with the the top five films that are going out there. Um, 
there's going to be more possibilities for the people in the top five after the after the virtual film fest that I'm working out with entertainment. Um, there's entertainment's very interested in in doing an expanded uh, expanded feeler on what AI and AI type of content could do. You know, where features shows using some of these tools and kind of almost creating an AI studio, just kind of pop-up studio for, for certain ideas is something they're very interested in. And I'm working out with them and we'll be recruiting from the, the, the top five and probably from the rest of the honorable mentions that we'll have up to the, up to the event, because even the ones that didn't make it, they're still really awesome. And there's, there's still pretty epic shit. I really, really like a lot of the entries that got into this contest. And I'm really proud to say that, you know, a lot of a lot of different viewpoints came into this. Um, and then, you know, there's also the aspect of, you know, the Sherry was one of the uh, was one of the judges on this. And, you know, she had a bunch of questions about how this could be done differently. Is there any more that could be done with any of these pieces? And, you know, what would it take for, for any of these people to like make these pieces longer and, and bigger, bigger productions. And that's not the first time I've been asked these questions. I've been asked these questions a couple of times as I've been approaching more and more um, sponsors and people to distro and just people who want to do things after this event is over. Um, so, you know, that's, that's really kind of the emphasis of what it is that we're looking to do. You know, it's, it's really to push AI into this realm that I think a lot of other uh, mediums have hit and they've, you know, succeeded and whether it succeeds or not, no idea. You know, the market's going to decide the market's crazy, you know, especially in, uh, in film entertainment, you never know what's going to hit for somebody, you know, and even in this, I was kind of surprised at a few of the um, at a few of the selections by the judges, um, and that was that was kind of like the epic thing about it was like the judges had these very differing ideas of what they liked and what they didn't. But what was also even more interesting is how many of them came together. Um, there's a few of these that were pretty unanimous that there was no there was really no contest as to what it was and what how good it was, and so that was really cool too. And I mean, you know, one of the things that's kind of valuable is that this is just as much experimentation for me as it is for anybody who entered, you know, any of us who were, who put into this contest or any of us, any of the people who put into this contest and any of us who were managing it, whether through the judging side or, you know, through the um, administration side, it's just been really interesting to see what, what kind of form this takes on that in the very early part, you know, between October and uh, December 1st, it was troubling. We were, we didn't know where this was going to end up, where it was going to go. We had one entry, you know, and then when we extended, it was, it got really, it heated up really fast. And I'm glad it did because we're at a point now where I don't, there's not one, uh, there's not one like free video platform to do this stuff on. There's almost all of them are paid or very limited credits to be able to use the stuff. So, you know, it's, it's at a time where the, we've kind of like marked the passage of the beta period for video. And now it's getting into the more serious idea of what video can be and what video is going to be. Um, not just for film three, but I think in, in AI in general, I think that's going to change very rapidly, very soon. And I think that's, that's really cool to be right at that point where we, you know, we were right at the dial, just waiting for it to click to the next period of time. And here we are, 
you know, and at this point, you know, there's been so many of these, so many of these pieces that somebody will like pick out and ask me questions about, you know, who the person is, if I know them, what they're doing with it, if they're doing anything more with it, you know, the, there's a big question about AI documentaries because um, two of the entries in here are kind of as much as one was um, more on the uh, less documentary, more on the, you know, the visual side, but the idea of having an event that existed that is not has nothing about it no video no even some that don't even have pictures like images so it's just freaking paintings about you know what is that about how how could that be further you know exemplified how could that be brought bigger and like that question was probably the most interesting more so than you know can this be made into a feature and, and can this story be expanded like it was crazy to to hear that somebody was more interested. It was very interested in the in the AI documentary aspect, and it's something that I'm probably going to build on myself, just because you know I have a documentary that has some period ideas to it, and fuck, why not try it? You know, and that's you know that's really what was powerful about this is just to try stuff and try stuff out, and I was really grateful that there were a lot of people who tried stuff out in this contest and, you know, really expanded, really stretched their legs as far as what they wanted to do with their creativity. And I, you know, I'm glad to see a lot of different tools being used and that, you know, the spaces we had on different workflows, it worked out. It was able to get people into a, into at least a mindset to use that workflow and to try that workflow out, you know, and that was, that was really cool. That was really fucking cool. Um, and then, you know, it was just good to kind of see how the space runs. You know, it's getting sponsors, getting people involved, getting things to happen. It's it's not easy. And it's something that I, as much as I want to do again, just to kind of push the community forward, it's, it's hard. Um, it's hard to do this over and over again. And, you know, you can't always ask to, the same well to give you water because some wells dry up faster than others. And, you know, it's also more difficult to to kind of push this in an, any idea because as much as we're a big community as far as film ai web3 it's still a small percentage of a small percentage that does these specific things and you know this is the reason why i can barely count on my two hands like the really really good video ai artists out there and people who are really pushing the envelope you know is why top of my list was harry when uh, i was thinking of an ai video person to ask you know, he was the first person I thought of because his piece, um, actually I'll pin it, uh, his piece that like had, uh, basically lookalikes in two different, in two different situations, uh, the cold call, it was, it's a really beautiful piece of work and it's something that was difficult and it was something I, I appreciated how powerful of a, of a piece it was. And that it took a lot of uh, it took a lot of discipline to get all those parts together, and to make sure that they all work together, and then they all looked as fluid as possible. And it, like there's there's this whole idea of how easy AI is supposed to be, and you know then you try and do it, and you're you're just hit with how not easy it fucking is. And that's the kind of the whole thing about wanting to push these videos out is I wanted to show more people that this is just as much a viable piece of artistry as anything else. 
because difficulty is only a, a matter of like if you consider something that's very easy done. But if you're any type of artist where you want to push something forward, you want to go farther with this idea, you want to take it to this next level. Um, that's that's a big that's a big jump. It's a big leap. Um, and then that's the same thing as if you're an independent filmmaker and you want to do something bigger, you've been making shorts, you want to make a feature, that's the step up and you have to step up in a really big way. And I think for AI video, for, for it to be more serious, taken more seriously, like those are the jumps that we need to understand to make. And now there's, you know, there's a significant uh, price gap for that. You know, where it's not just about if you want to pay for paid services, but if you want to do this locally where you get to do as much as you want, you're going to need a shitload of compute. And that's not getting cheaper anytime soon or easier to get a hand uh, hold of. So there's a lot that the future is going to hold for what this is, what these people did in this contest. And every entry, even the smallest entry, even the entry that didn't that didn't qualify at all, like it was under a minute, didn't have really have any details to it, like all of it really did make a statement that it is possible. We had over 20 entries and to say out of 20 to, to just pick five and even every judge I had uh, pick five and have two alternates just in case there was anything that fell out from the bottom. And there still might be, you never know. Um, but out of that, like it was still, it was still very difficult. Um, it was even hard for me to pick favorites. You know, even my short list was growing and I had them, the two alternates were, you know, that was kind of the cool thing was almost everyone in those seven, in those seven choices chose the same things. There was very few that were outside of, outside of that. And even the honorable mentions that I'll give, um, there's a good reason they're honorable mentions because they're, they're just, they're just at that point. And I think even those people who are, who didn't make it to the top five, that's, that's very important that, you know, their, their entry was that strong where it was really, really close. Um, and it's, you know, I also want to appreciate the people who sponsored this event really heavily, you know, uh, John, who's in the audience, um, Hollywood land, who is, you know, just a really big proponent onto film three and really does a lot of work to try and make sure that film three keeps going on and keeps pushing forward. Um, and then, you know, Keith for the top spot, of course, like running this contest is another is on another level on its own. And then, you know, our anonymous donor who really just wanted to appreciate that there's that we were doing this and you know outside of i think maybe even just sundog i don't think anyone else really knows who this person is and the whole point was that they were they were so excited that somebody was doing this that they wanted to make sure that it got supported in any which way um and every single step of the way that's just made me that much happier uh so let's see it's 12 30 now Let's see if the post went up. It didn't go up yet, but we'll see. Give it another second. So, well, even so. So uh, I'm going to put this up here. Give me one second. Doing a million things at once while I'm on a space, which is not advisable. I would never advise anyone to do the same shit that I do right now because I'll tell you, it's not easy. All right. Put it here in the chat because it'll post up in a second. I have everything on automated. So 
you know, it's it's the fun of doing this, doing it live, bro. So post this in the chat and I'll pin it up to the top. Posted. Let's pin <laughs> into the space. So the top five in no particular order. Uh, our spinny buns with uh, with Alana Wilcox, who was uh, who entered uh, Frog's Lament, that was that made it into the top five, and then we also have Hurdles by Crypto College, otherwise known as Neil, um, that made it into the top five. We have uh, Life is Death, uh, Death is Life, and that's by Sinisa K One, that also made it into the top five. Uh, and then also one of us by the GOM that made it into the top five. And then last, but certainly not least the last odyssey by machine mythos also made it into the top five um, honorable mentions. I want to give an honorable mention to pulse because pulse was as, as the two alternates, it made the alternates more than once. Actually, I think it's more than four times. Uh, so it might be everyone had that in the alternates. Um, I also want to give a, uh, a shout out to was, uh, a soldier's life by uh, by Pegasus, which also was in the honorable mentions, and a lot of people selected it as their alternates. Um, you know, both of those pieces were very close to being, you know, in the top five. And I'm sorry if the guys didn't make it, but they were. You know, we, I went into a lot of discussions with two of the judges on that situation. And they were asking a lot of questions about it. And there was a lot of very, very big interest in it and what what's going to be, you know, what that could be going forward. And I see hash in the audience. And that's a really, I'll tell you, Pulse, a lot of people got talking about. Um, and also just just because of the, the amount of times people ask me about these other specific projects that were not judges. Um, the Siege of Kamakura by Historic Crypto and the 1893 Chicago's Columbian Exposition. Uh, that, there's there's a very good likelihood that the people that we were talking to as distributors um, after this contest is over might reach out to you guys because there's a lot of interest in those two pieces to be something very different and much longer. Um, and, you know, for this, it wasn't none of the judges really saw the value in it as far as, you know, it being something that we could do with this. But there were people who are distributors who at the business end of it were really interested in these. And I mean, to a high degree. Um, where I'll probably be reaching out to both of you about these two pieces. Um, but yeah, these are our top five. These are the five that will be uh, going into the, the virtual film fest and, you know, we'll be announcing the ultimate like place in winners. Um, all of these had placement from at least two of the judges. Uh, several of them had placement with uh, four and you know there's they had a lot of people really liking these specific pieces these pieces came out more than anything there are numbers all over the board for a lot of the different ones like i said siege Kamakura actually hit on a couple of people um and uh pulse hit on somebody and you know there's uh, legends of bloom that hit night after night that hit you know there is there was a lot of people who really were appreciative of all the different pieces on here um, but yeah, the top five that's pinned at the top and, uh, yeah, I really want to congratulate those people on what they did. I want to really say that thank you to all of them. 
Um, you know, this was this was quite an effort to put in at the end of the end of 2023 to try and put something together, especially with the holiday season and everything. Like I had enough trouble. I can't imagine trying to put something like this together. Like at least all of my troubles were trying to do admin stuff. I like doing creative is way harder. Um, but yeah, you know, I really this is a, this is a good group. It's a good five. Um, I think it's going to be great for whatever distributor this goes to and uh, whatever distributor entertainment wants it to go to. And I think it'll be good to have this be the starting point of where, you know, where all uh, AI video could go. Um, but yeah, uh, with any of the judges really not showing up except for Harry, and I don't think he'd come to stage yet. If anybody just wants to come up to stage and talk about any of the stuff or being part of the contest or, you know, anything they want to discuss as, as far as that, uh, feel free to uh, feel free to request. Um, it's kind of an open space after the after the announcement and everything. That's why I made it at the very beginning in case you know people just wanted to show up here. What happened and then you know do whatever they got to do. I know it's a you know it's another Thursday and it's it's always tough to try and make time for these things. And I appreciate everyone who does. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll turn it over to Keith for a second. How you feeling, Keith? What do you think about these top five? Hey, brother, I'm really, really excited, and I'm really happy that I'm not a judge because all of the entries were so amazing, and I probably wouldn't have been able to really, like, decide because I'm just such an artist. I probably would have tried to pick everybody and know what I couldn't, so I probably wouldn't even been able to decide on anything. So I'm glad I'm really not a judge because these people really put their heart into it and their time, and they took a chance out of their lives to be able to be involved with us. So it's such a special thing, and I'm really so excited for everybody, and I wish everybody much success because there's even more opportunities for this, and we're just barely touching the tip of it. So to see what's going to happen from all of this is just exciting because the artists will be able to continue, and that's a blessing because they really put their all out there and put themselves out there for the world to see and that's not an easy thing to do 100 yeah i mean anyone who didn't make it into this definitely uh look into there's also the uh runway competition that's coming up that um that's it's also a chunk of money and it's you know getting to use runway tools for a whole weekend gen 48 i think is the name of the competition um i'm entering it I plan on doing something. I had entered it previously. Actually, me and Sundog entered it. And then, uh, of course, that didn't end well because me and him are, were extreme personalities. Um, but, yeah, so that's also another contest uh, that's coming up. So definitely enter if you didn't make it into this. Or even if you did, go for it. I see Harry came up. I was glad to see that he could. What's up, Harry? How are you, sir? Hi there, Chris. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm in a booth in work on my dinner break. It's, uh, it's just uh, half past five. In the afternoon in the UK here. I just wanted to say before I scoot back to work uh, how pleased I was with the quality of everyone who put in. Um, I tried to stick to the brief in terms of looking for that film that was showing the strength of the free act structure. So I'm a, I'm a traditional filmmaker who now dabbles with AI. So I, I'm, uh, you know, I, uh, know all about story structure so for me those those five were the most expressive in terms of you know following that structure telling that story um uh, you know having that start beginning the end and taking us on that journey and they did it with real artistry so I, I think everyone should be proud of themselves every entrance should be proud of themselves but yeah those top five really stood out 100 um just before you leave do you have anything that you have coming out soon or anything you're working on that you want to talk about 
Um, I am always working on things. So um, I'm taking a little break at the moment. I'm uh, from. Uh, I'm looking forward to Gen 48, which is coming up in a couple of weekends. I'm teaming up with um, a British uh, artist called Marco. He's uh, quite active on X. Um, and we're going in for Gen 48, which is fun because I missed the last one because I was on a family holiday. So that should be fun. Then beyond that, I've got a couple more shorts I want to make. Uh, like you, uh, the tool set is still to be played with, I think. You know, we're still trying to learn where our boundaries are with the tool sets and as we do then another tool comes out so those boundaries change so uh, uh, i'm taking this gap between projects to play with stuff i've just picked up lens go they've got a great new style transfer that i've been experimenting with very consistent and um yeah so gen 48 and then a couple more projects i've got some ndas <laughs> on things that i cannot talk about um which is, uh, there's a lot of those in these space at the moment, uh, be it either devs or people coming up with platforms and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's really exciting space, lots happening. Um, uh, please follow me and see where this all ends up. 100%. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for thanks for judging. Thanks for coming to the space. You know, thanks for everything you do. Thanks for this, whatever you put out. I'm glad to hear there are NDA projects because NDA projects are sometimes the best projects. Um, but yeah, man, I just really want to thank you. It was really awesome of you. I was just so jazzed. You said yes, um, just even judging. So, you know, really thank you so much. And, you know, you elevate the, you elevate these tools, every single thing you have that comes out, even lens go, I would not have given lens go a second look, but the fact that you were fucking around with lens go, I was like, ah, I, I might have to see it and try it and fuck around with it. Yes. Um, it's just, it's the style transfer I'm going for, you know, I'm always a mid journey man for me images. Um, but yeah, the style transfer is really intriguing. Uh, and I think uh, as we move forward, there will be a lot more style transfer stuff. And, you know, you've seen Dave Clark stuff where he's mixing reality with, uh, AI generated stuff. I think that is, that is the first frontier really, you know, blending stuff together before we move on to the fully fledged AI stuff. So style transfers are, are very much on my radar because you can achieve a lot more in the movement. And blending that with full AI is 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 a really interesting workflow. So you can have that sort of budgetary imagination. You know, you can have the dragons and the spaceships and whatever you can think of, whatever multiverse you can imagine. Also, blending that with 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 some live stuff with trial, uh, style transfers that match with um, some of the the fully AI generated stuff is going to ground you a bit and give you that movement that that isn't in the uncanny valley and and that doesn't, you know, un uh, uh, unsettle people unintentionally. So, yeah, I think that blend is a really interesting space at the moment. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I just want to see while we got you, you know, I don't know how long you got, but do you have any, like, recommendations for people, any advice for people just before you hop off or anything like that that you want to say to, you know, anyone entering the space, anyone wanting to enter these contests, anything they should, you know, anything you haven't seen that you'd like to see more of? Yeah, um, Chrissy's here, uh, and I think diversity in the space is necessary. I'm a big, uh, you know, sort of AI robots and Blade Runner, you know, I, I love all that stuff. Um, but it is refreshing when people aren't doing that, and you sort of stand out from the crowd as well. As like Chrissy did a really lovely winter piece with a woman in Victoria, Victorian clothing, sort of walking through a, a winter scene with this lovely track 
uh, in the background. And I thought, oh, this would make a great music video. And it stood out because it, you know, it's not these sort of um, robots, astronauts, cyberpunk. So I think to move forward, we all need to, you know, I've got a very varied love of film, uh, a very eclectic love of different artists, you know, British realism to to Marvel, to French New Wave, to, you know, I, I, I sort of love all aspects of the moving image. And I want to see that in the AI space as well. So I want to see, you know, I want to see grounded dramas. I want to see romances. I want to see abstract stuff. I want to see lynching stuff. I want to see, you know, I want to see romantic comedies. I want to see every, every possible genre and style and um, thought expressed in this space, really. And I think we should be supporting each other in doing that. Yeah, hundred percent. That was, you know, that was the reason why I was I was so happy to see so many different varying ideas in this, and you know, and it was it was good to see weird. It was good to see happy. It was good to see sad. It was good to see like shocking, you know. And that was that was just it's it's a good reflection of where film is and where film can also go, because I think and something that I keep talking to people about, and this is the reason why I, I felt really strongly about asking each of the judges to kind of give this a film look like if you were a producer what could what where could this go because every piece of data that we see these days is telling us like things like this aren't going to work there's no there's no market for this there's nothing there for it and they're not giving money towards it so the only thing that we can do is you know the rebels that we are is to make more stuff and just have it catch on and you see, like what just Harry just said, like those those are the things that I know. And when he says I'm, I'm nodding each and every one of those points, because that's that's what we need more of. And, you know, even the people that were that I was talking to that were interested in what the docs could do. It was only because those docs never have that, like, weird, interesting thing to it. And, you know, that's why it, it's so powerful what we have in our hands. And that's why I check out like Harry's work, check out Historic's work, you know, obviously check out the top five that made it in. You could still watch them. They're all on YouTube and stuff like that. So you can see them in, in decently high quality and really like understand how that could be bigger. You know, and even look at all the entries that didn't make it. Look at like look at Pulse. Look at Hash to Henry's. That's is a is a universe being bubbled under like that one entry. It's so powerful. Um, oh, Sandy's looking to come up. That's awesome. And uh, and yeah, I mean that's really kind of the key to it all. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna have Sandy up, Harry. If you want, like, if you have any sending off words before you have to jump, but if you have to jump, go ahead, bro. Whenever you want. No, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna get back to work for my boss because I'm missing. I'm, I work at the uh, BBC. I'm a television director for the BBC, so I found a quiet spot. Um, but yeah, no, this space is for everyone. Um, it's a great community here on X. You know, you step outside the boundaries of of our little bubble occasionally, and it can be a uh, divisive and uh, and quite horrific place. But within our bubble, there's a lot of respect, and there's a lot of the notion that raising, you know, raising each other up raises the whole level up. So. Um, a lot of us want this to keep going, want this to be a thing, want to support this and want this space to grow. So sharing information, helping each other, you know, commenting in each other's work. Um, I've I've had so much where sort of new people in the space have at me their film and I've been like, oh, Christ, I have to watch someone's film, you know. 
and I've watched it and countless times been absolutely blown away. And I, you, you almost for a minute think, should I share this? Because it's better than some of the stuff that I'm doing. But I have shared it uh, I, I, because, you know, supporting other people and, and raising the level for all of us, it just, from the, you know, I started in April last year, probably, uh, on the beta for Runways Gen 1. And where we've come from then to now is incredible. It's like, you know, going from, playing video games on a Commodore 64 to going and playing video games on a PlayStation 4 uh, within uh, within a year, you know, and that 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 progress in, in real time took, you know, sort of 30, 40 years almost. So where we are now is incredible, but where we are going is is unfathomable, really. So hang on tight, everyone. Enjoy the ride and, yeah, support each other and support each other's work and join the community. There's plenty of community spaces. There's plenty of people who could do uh, good tips and stuff like that. Like um, Tim from Theoretical Media is great, a great follow for for picking up stuff. Uh, Mick Mumps does some good um, uh, tutorials and stuff like that. But, you know, don't feel afraid to ask people. If you see their film, say, hey, how did you do that? As long as you're not, you know, getting them to dissect their whole thing and and give you a personalised tutorial and walkthrough. People are often to tell you know say oh i upscaled that in topaz or you know i did that with this and that, that happy to share information so don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to get involved in the community it's a great space to be in at the moment and it's getting more exciting as we go forward fuck yeah thank you so much Harry. that was that's powerful shit um i also wanted to turn it over to sandy who's another one of our judges and i want to thank her especially for taking it up at the very last minute and it was you know it's kind of a not the greatest situation to be taking it up but it was the only person i really i was really passionate about asking when i had to ask another person um so i wanted to thank her especially and uh yeah sandy anything you want to say about the entries you know your experience anything about you know anything pretty much well, first of all, I don't even know where to start. Uh, there's just a bunch of thank you, thank you, thank yous all the way around. Um, thank you for recognizing Sundog's contribution. Thank you for having this uh, amazing contest. And uh, thank you to the people who created the tools so we could visualize our dreams. And thank you to the artists who have taken the time to make this, okay? Because it wasn't easy to work with this stuff. Um, I, 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 I'm, I've known you, Chris, you know, since all this stuff started, these tools and the suffering we've gone through to where it is today. I'm very impressed. Things are moving really fast. And, um, and, and honestly, I, I'm really glad you did ask me because first of all, I've been deeply in it. I saw all the entries and um, I wasn't able to make an entry because I was moving and I just missed the deadline, but I've already, I'd already seen all the films. I'd already seen them a whole bunch of times. So even though it was last minute, it was not a burden. Um, it was just such an honor. Uh, and thank you, Keith, uh, you know, to be involved. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, I watched them over and over all of them. One quick thing, I'm sorry for those who were not qualified because they didn't follow the rules of putting the cameras, uh, gu you know, guns down cameras up thing. I noticed that and I went back and watched those over and over to make sure I wasn't mistaken and then I couldn't pick them. So uh, sometimes the little things trip us up 
And I know, I know, everybody hates to think about that accounting stuff. I'm an accountant. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, I am the one who, you know, makes sure that the numbers all match up. And and so to have these kind of details trip you up, guys, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a shame. However, there's gonna be the next time. And uh, Frog's Lament made me cry. I, I just, I don't know why that just got so, anyway. I can't even talk about that one. It moved me so much. Maybe because I know the people. Maybe because I know some of their story. Or maybe because the music was just so powerful. You know, music is just amazing because it's so primal. It just goes so deep. So in this competition, not only was it important to have good technique but having the sound um really took it to the next level um i thought they were all outstanding so many different styles and thank god everybody still has their uniqueness i've grown up in a world of fast food and everybody dressing the same and uh and we need artists to be unique to make our eyes see the colors and shapes that we have not seen or are not seen. Anyway, don't want to be rambling on. You guys have already talked about all your favorites. Um, they, they were all outstanding. Uh, and, and I like going into the future. I like going deep in your heart. I like the cataloging, you know, and you can just kind of see where the female energy comes and where the male energy comes. And, and that's kind of what's interesting is, in my DM with all the greats who are creating these tools, we exchange our artwork and, uh, and, and, and there is a difference. And, and when both of these divine energies combine, it is just magnificent as we've seen. Continue your great work. Congratulations to all the winners. We're all winners. We're all here. We're witnessing such an incredible time in history. And Chris, you are one of the hardest working people in the space and uh and yeah i love film it's so powerful thanks for doing this and uh apologies for being late my dog i had to take care of my dog he wasn't feeling well so um there was a little quick vet visit he's been eating too much grass i yelled at him i said you dummy you're supposed to smoke grass not eat it <laughs> anyway uh, oh man no thank you just actually like hit me on a memory there was uh, my pit bull my god rest his soul and it wasn't because of grass though but he used to do the exact same thing and oh my god did it drive me insane drive me insane all the time and i mean i can't even tell you how many times i've had to yell at him and you know then we of course moving from brooklyn which is mostly concrete to then up in the sticks where it's mostly grass like he had the fucking time of his life and then, you know, was, he was sick every day. Ugh. But, you know, he was happy when he was eating grass. So I feel you, bro. Then, you know, of course, no worries. Like, you know, this is, you're, you're more than just in this contest. You're a valued person in this space, Andy. Like, you're somebody who informs me of things like Omnichain and the other stuff and the ET7, like the, Jeremy's, uh, Jeremy's model that 
I'd love to like, I love whatever comes out of it. I didn't jump on it early enough, but you and, you know, you and Jeremy and um, I forgot the other person who developed it, but you guys like keep me in that vein where I get to know certain things that not many other people know, like Omnichain. I can't tell you how many people I have said, like, you should follow Sandy and, and see whatever she says about fucking Omnichain. Cause that's the shit. And you know, the other reason why I knew Sundog would have wanted me to pick you is because of what you just said, like how much you feel and how you would judge a lot of whatever you've watched from what you feel. And, you know, you let the technicals rise through that, but your feelings are the what's what really makes people gravitate towards you and why it's like, no matter what, like the, the, anything that you, any like, tangent you go down anytime we're in like a space and we both go off on our own fucking thing like i'm always i'm always game for it because you're one of those people that makes me happy to be in the space because you give it so much color um to our otherwise like really monochrome world so thank you very much chris i just want to say quick thank you and uh, just to mention the model you're talking about is etv8 it is not too late in fact we just had a new artist who came into our DM, who decided to get this. And, and you're right, it's pretty incredible. You know, it, it's the stability AI, but it's a particular model. Um, and, and you're right, if you just uh, search that hashtag ETVA, you'll just see what comes up. And uh, so Elo and Jeremy are the two geniuses who put this together and, and and everybody already knows who they are they're established and and i'm not at their level not even close you know every day i wake up and i look in that dm and my head explodes from what they're doing and uh, it's a pleasure to see what they're about to show the world before it gets shown and uh and yeah if anybody wants to uh learn about that model you can either reach out to me or jeremy or elo yeah, that ETV8 is a game changer, and uh, I'm really glad that I invested uh, my time and money to do that. It was it 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 changed it completely changed uh, what I'm doing, and um, I highly highly recommend it if you're into the stability world. Thank you, Chris. That, and I don't get paid for saying any of that. It's just it's just a tip. That's all. That's <laughs> fucking great. I love you, Sandy. You're you're amazing, and yeah, that's you know. I, I what I also like. I'm always blown away by. And I was just actually saying this in the AIR Today space was about models and artists really harnessing that power of what models could do and how to license that out properly. And it's why that you know, as much as I didn't jump on, it's a really good idea, and I have to definitely talk to Jeremy about that. Um, you know, that's and that's the other point is that you know, people who try things in this space, you know, like Harry, like he's one of those people who tries a lot of weird shit and just, you know, try things out of nowhere. Um, Sandy, I know is game for anything that kind of looks, looks just a bit. Okay. More than, more than, you know, more than sketchy, just, just between awesome and sketchy. That okay spot is usually where, you know, as far as tools, Sandy will try something out. And, you know, and this is the other reason why I chose, um, I chose Sherry is uh, is because as a filmmaker and as a producer, she tries things out. She goes to that little extra mile and she likes, she wants to see what's there just to see how to, how to make it work, how to push these buttons and how to move them around, you know? And uh, then Delta, who I asked to be one of the judges, like he's somebody who always 
if there's a new way to to do his style, he'll always try it out. And he doesn't do video, but he's been he's and, and nobody would know this unless you're like you're really close with him or in DMs, you know. But he really wants to try. There's this whole thing there, especially with what fucking Make It Rad is doing. My my frequent not even he's not even a friend of me. I love him to death, but he oh my god, I'm so jealous of that man's capabilities. Um, but yeah, this and this is the reason why. You know, I knew and, you know, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Alana could use the flowers. But, you know, the reason why Frog's Lament like really got to me was because it was using a tool that I'd spent so many hours staring at and like not and I didn't even get half the emotion that I got out of that piece. And, you know, and then I would also say I would go as far as say like all of these had that had that extra emotion to it and had that extra emphasis of why I, why I liked it, you know, in the top five, each of those pieces had in some way, shape or form, just that epicness that like was right there. Um, and it, it just took, it, it just didn't even take much more imagination or understanding to really see that. And that's what, you know, I was hoping was coming out of this. Like, and that's why I was really grateful. I, the judges that I, I mean, and the second round or the first round, nobody nobody said yes except Sundog. Sundog was the only one that said yes. Um, second round, like pretty much everyone said yes, and it was because the second round I really said, you know what, I'm not going to try and do something where somebody's too far outside the space. There are people right here around us who are with us every day. We comment on them. We share their stuff. Sometimes we're in DMs with them. Sometimes we're on spaces with them. Sometimes we get to hear, you know, everything about them. Sometimes we don't get to hear a lot, you know, but there are people right here that I could ask. That would be really, really interesting to see what their take is. And then it's been really powerful. Um, I have to say, like, you know, as, as far as all of these um frog's lament got a really really good reaction hurdles got a really really good reaction last odyssey got a really good reaction um and i really want to highlight um also one of us got a you know between life is death the death is life and one of us those two got some really really powerful reactions between the two of them um really really powerful reactions as far as you know what that meant to a bunch of people and uh, and you know it was also great to get new people into my universe you know like machine mythos who did last odyssey I, we weren't following each other um and i think i got him confused somebody else who had a 10 minute piece they wanted to submit but didn't i don't know or maybe there's maybe this account has alternates and a lot i don't i had known in the space for a little bit but then getting to like hear the music and then you know just finding out that you know this wonderful human being she shares her life with also makes this music and makes this really like cool stuff that also gets to my you know my ear tickle and like keeps me going you know and then just to just have people like neil who crypto college makes something that i knew he would make but it was something i wanted more people to feel off of him and wanted to understand off of him and, you know, it was in my short list. I think all five of these were in it. And I had a few more um, that, I, that I had mentioned earlier, like most of the honor, all the honorable mentions that were all in my other short list of whatever was going to make it. And like that was that was really powerful that, you know, that then people outside of my world, like uh, the G.O.M. and Machine Mythos were able to make something that I was not fucking expecting. Um, 
And so, you know, just because I kind of asked Harry, and I'd like to see what Sandy's thoughts are on this, like, what would you, for anybody that's entering, like, you, if we do this contest again or any contest that's going forward for anybody, what is there something you want to see more of from contests like this as far as the entries? Like, what kind of, you know, what kind of ideas would you like to see come more forward than you really haven't? Sandy, okay. Um, I'm rugging a little bit, so I was listening from my other account. Sorry for the lag. But um, my opinion about what I would like to see going forward uh, is, um, yeah, you got to be tricky. You know, you got to work around the bugs around uh, X spaces. You got to have backup accounts because, you know, you can't be a host and messing up. So, but uh, uh, back to the question. I have a personal uh, interest, so I, I like to hear the voices that we don't normally hear. So I'd like to see a lot um, of indigenous art, uh, classical music, um, ancient languages. Uh, something that's happened is, um, you know, I, I come from a background of science, even though I'm Iranian, but I believe that scientism is trying to destroy a lot of the ancient knowledge and uh, pretending that it's superstition. <laughs> so I would like to see um, uh, just uh, exploration of the myths, um, ancient languages, uh, and also those who don't have the voice. Um, a lot of times uh, you see films coming out of countries, a lot of censorship, like Iranian film industry. They have to deal with extreme censorship, and yet they still manage to win global awards. They don't show any nudity or, you know, any kind of, it's like strictly G-rated, but yet it manages to capture and tell you a story. So it's easy to curse. I, I don't have anything against free speech, but um I'd like to just see and hear the voices that are unheard. And those are the disappearing of, of the First Nation people. So that, that, that's my, uh, and I like animation. I like cartoons. Oh my God. I like funny animation and cartoons. So the two extremes, the hardcore documentary and the really light, funny cartoons. So get Looney Tune and Wacky. But uh, be serious for me at the same time. Can you do that? Thank you. Put two entries in. You can do that. That's fucking great. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you know, that's that's kind of something. It, it's weird because for me, it's first of all, cis white dude, kind of the plainest, plainest of vanilla ice cream you could possibly be as far as background. But, you know, being exposed to things, different cultures and different ideologies and, you know, stuff like that, and especially getting exposed to more like, uh, you know, more religions. And, and I don't just mean like the ones we've all heard of. It's kind of getting into some of the ancient religions and understandings and how a lot of that is that anecdotal information is very powerful stuff. Um and I was really, I feel really grateful that every time I've gotten to know something about that, like the first time was I dated somebody that lived in Hawaii and there were, they had very deep roots to the royal family of Hawaii. And it was, you know, 
I mean, crazy because it's also American history at the same time and how insane the acquisition of Hawaii was. But then to go further and talk about how the Polynesian people and the island people in the Pacific have all of these different gods and belief systems and so many cool fucking things that, you know, you'd think are part of today's world and, and were our very recent uh, acquisitions into culture. But really, it goes back into all these uh, all these people who really had to live this and had to like really come together on ideas and believed in things that helped them get through so many aspects of their existence. And then, you know, I got to I got to get really close with a lot of people with Native American heritage around here and in this in this country and like really got to see some shit. You know, and then like I, 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 I always dated different people because I never believed in like that one aspect that there's only one type of person for you. So I was really like kind of it was life was generous to me to give me all of this. And I think that I absolutely agree that there needs to be more of that in media, um, just because, I mean, all the time we see Roman, uh, Greek and you know more recently egyptian but that that's not going as well as they'd like it to but i also think they're not coming to it in a way that you know as far as i've heard from egyptian friends of mine it's like yeah that that's not how we would have done it and you know that's where sandy's also right like any view you have that you don't see in culture definitely try it out because where we're right now where this contest output is going to go is very very like normal middle of the you know middle of the road type of person not very artistic not very not artistic you know just kind of consumers and if somebody gets if somebody gets like mentally turned on by something just because it's in a short that happened to just be on Tubi one day while they were flicking through different things and they were like what is what ai what and they look into it and they see a story they've never really seen before from a perspective they've never really understood before before they even get a chance to understand where or who it is you know like that might be something that really unlocks for for a human being and it's kind of the thing we all want from you know making our stuff we all want somebody to get as unlocked as we are with our stuff um, and you know, that's, that's really why I do anything in the AI space as well as the web three space, because the freedom to do that. And that's really what's powerful about, you know, what's going on here, what we, what we're going to do with this, what we're going to do with the next one, how we're going to learn from it and change it and do things better is that we have the freedom to kind of openly do this where it's like, you know, if we try the distribution model and the trickle down effect doesn't work very well, we find another distribution model that works better, or we find a distributor who's does this particular aspect better. You know, or we work with our distributor and we all do something better. You know, the idea and kind of what Harry was saying is it's about this community is very powerful. And because of the openness, because somebody is always willing to say, hey, you know, if you don't know how to do this, I'll, you know, take some time out. We'll share a screen. We'll figure it out. You know, I've had many people in this space sit with me on a screen share and just be like, like, you know, we talk shit about each other's computers. We do all sorts of stuff. And then, you know, you really come to get a kinship of people that way. Um, and I think what we, what would be, and I, I don't, I hope everyone at least sees it this way, but a lot of people in this space, I really see as colleagues in every which way, whether it's crypto people, AI people, non-AI people, Twitter kind of makes us all really colleagues in a lot of ways. And some people get more, some people get deeper with some people like, 
you know, it's we share things that we wouldn't share with other people. We talk to some people more than we talk to our friends. And like, this is also why it's helpful to make video in this way, because you have that capability. If you're not in a DM with a bunch of people who are going to give you shit for whatever's wrong with your piece, then you need to get into one. And you need to make it the, you know, if you, and if it's too shitty where they're being assholes, you just leave that and you find another one and you try and you guard your mental health as much as you possibly can, but try and find those places in between where, you know, where somebody can actually give you some good feedback. And I'm lucky enough that I have a few of those places. Um, And, you know, that's something I think is going to be very powerful for all of us moving forward, because this was the thing missing from film from the film world is that to do this, you would have to physically be somewhere with somebody. And now we not only could do that, we can get all the precursor stuff done first, where if it's like a call or an in-person meetup gets that much more done or gets you to talk about that much more, you've already skipped all the parts where you have to educate and then to iterate. You know what I mean? And, you know, this is why following as many people as you possibly can don't fucking damn the follower count bullshit, because honestly, it's it's a it's a losing battle, you know, have spaces and, you know, go to spaces. Uh, actually, I see Pattern Integrity and the and Moon Girl in the crowd like they, they hold a Monday space for uh, for the film three squad. And it's going to be about story. And this is I am very interested to how this space is going to go. I really like the marketing spaces, but. That was kind of my thing already. Now there's going to be one about story, and that's going to be really, really fucking powerful. Um, so definitely follow them. And also, Hollywood lands in the audience. Like follow, follow that that group just because of where they want to go. You want to talk about voices that are not heard. And if anyone doesn't know about what they just did with the Hack Festival, that they had South African filmmakers come to LA, and there was a hackathon, and they they did a lot for this event. They really pumped it. And, you know, these are the people that I also want to be in this field and understanding not just AI, but Web3 and how to kind of retain control of this. Um, speaking of which, I didn't get to say it when I announced the five, but any of the five, if you uh, if you want to um, mint your work on Join, Join would be very happy to do that for you. They do mint for free. So um, you, usually the default is all rights reserved, so we should be all good. But if you want to mint yours at you know, whatever price you want to charge for it, we'll make sure it gets promoted. Um, but yeah, and that's that's the final. Like we could sell our work to whoever wants to buy it. Even if it's just us buying from each other and selling to each other, there's, there's that generation. Oh. Sorry, got a phone call. There's that whole idea there that we can do that smartly and we can do that and then secondary and then this and then that and where it goes from there. It's the same idea in way back when when you just get your album into somebody's hands just so they'd listen to it. And that's like huge. And now it's now we have the ability to do that in mass in a really really big and epic way, and um, and yeah, I think we should be swinging for that fence a lot more. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think any of the other judges are here. Um, let's see. If uh, just wanted to open the floor up to anybody who does want to come up, uh, I mean, Alana, if you want to come up, we've already you, like you could already talked about your piece. I don't know if you want to go deeper. You just want to hear the flowers and get congratulated as fuck. Um, so, uh, but yeah. Also, Sandy, what's up? Sorry, you have your hand up. Okay. Ooh, yeah, she's rugging her. I am. Uh, I just wanted to say. Uh, okay, can you hear me? 
Okay, good. Yep, uh, sorry, there's such a lag between speaker and listener. So um, what I wanted to say is uh, what you're talking about, Chris, is uh, supporting these artists. So one of the first things I did, uh, to be honest, is I, I I ran and tried to like collect the work. So I went on zero one, collected the work, you know, because uh, Frog's Lament was uh, minted on there. And congratulations to the artists who recognize that there are collectors like me who want to scoop up your work and uh, buy it and 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 so and then i saw it on the avax blockchain too that there were some pieces for sale and and there's like the eth one that that i looked and then i, I and then i thought oh i can go buy the frog lament movie before they announce it before they sell it for five ETH. so <laughs> that didn't happen though um but seriously there are collectors who want to buy your work and uh you know uh the artists who are doing these uh yeah i'll, I'll go buy a piece of it on tezos or ethereum or avax or zero one so remember it's always been the collectors go after the artists you are powerful the platforms you choose to put your work on makes them legitimate don't let them beta test you and exploit you <laughs> into a lot. I know I speak from experience. Uh, choose wisely, and uh, and and also, I've been treated well on some platforms, and I've been not treated well on other platforms. And over time, we will see uh, which platforms stand the test of time. Oh, I'm so glad the artist Alana. Thank you so much. I yield my mic. Thank you for coming to stage. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hi. Um, you know, I just wanted to come up because I think especially for any of the, the artists that are listening, um, you know, having a strategy on how to market your artwork is is so important. Right. And I think that's the thing where, <clears throat> excuse me, like a lot of artists really struggle and, you know, putting so much time into creating an AI animation, it's more than just a single image, right? Especially if you're doing something that has multiple scenes and things like that. So one of the things that I was really trying to think about, you know, how to um, go about doing this in a, in a way that was going to make the, you know, months of time that, that went into to putting this film together was, you know, you can save the still images from your pieces right like you can have the different scenes you can have the the outtakes you can have all of the things that help build the story and the background behind it but the thing that i really love about being able to use um you know and it doesn't have to just really be one blockchain it could be multiple but having different places where you can mint either you know the the outtakes or the still images as a way of telling the story for the the finished piece itself first of all you know it can get many different wallets to have a version or a variation of the story. So maybe the the final thing, the, the big thing is maybe not something you want everyone to have. You know, that could be the special thing. But there's lots of ways that you can break it down and still make the time that you're investing in creating this this piece of yours very valuable. And I, and I think being able to think about that, right, like how can you market your work in such a way that it's going to get the people that are excited, like Sandy was saying, to support you and to kind of um, be part of your journey and and also, you know, um, have them have that in their wallet. Because then if you have a collector that is someone that goes and shops other people's wallets, they might see the, the animation or the piece like that. And especially for musicians, too. Right. I think if you are 
a musician in the space, you might be struggling and thinking about like, how can I get my music out there? And and pairing up with an animator is is a great way to to do that. And so, you know, having multiple images or or variations and ways of getting your song and your music out there um, too, with with these animations or even still images that just kind of um, cycle through still images is just another way of not necessarily recycling or repurposing your art, but but basically taking content that you've already created and having it work for you instead of having to you know kind of keep up with this rat race of social media and you know coming up with like new content every day and how do I do that you know well I know that my room is you know 10 degrees warmer than the rest of the house because my computer's like cranking out these images all the time right so the idea that you already have so much stuff that's really a rich resource that so many people that don't create AI animations really know about they don't really know what goes into making them and so I think if you can use it also as a way to educate people that could potentially be collectors or investors of what your process is like. And I, and I get that, you know, there's a secret sauce and all of that, but I think the the way that you can share your journey with people is is what's going to get people excited about your artwork and, and want to invest in you as an artist. So I just wanted to share that. And also just to say thank you for everyone for all of your kind words about the, the artwork. And I'm so happy that it, it really resonated with people because, you know, it was it was a passion project with with my husband, but it's, it's cool to see that, that other people um, are excited about it as well. So thank you. And before, because I know Greg came to the stage, but before Greg says anything, um, I want to say that uh, one of the our, one of the judges who's a producer, um, there was specifically asked. I was like, you know, oh, and I really like Franz Lament. Is that is that on sale or something? And I said to them, well, did you how you digging that? And they're like, wow, it's it's like pre-sales. It's it's fucking awesome. And there was like, I was thinking about picking up piece for that. And I was like, yeah, I know. Well, especially because anyone who judged on it knows why. Um, but, you know, that's the other part is that that marketing angle is so fucking on the money that a producer noticed it. And somebody who's, who works as a producer just immediately saw what that could be and saw that possibility. And I also think that's huge. And this is like kind of the thing I want for people in film three to understand is that any piece you have, you know, the cutting room floor is now full of gold, you know, anything that you cut from it, that is not going to be in the final piece is gold it's literally gold because it's something that you could take and do so many things with whether it's you know you and it there and it's not none of this is new it's like i'm not saying anything i'm not trying to bring fire to ants here it's like it's you've seen this all before but now you just need to convert it into web3 and into what you could do as an artist and you know kind of like what alana was saying like take something you already have and my term for any time with that is upcycling you know where recycling is taking something that's used upcycling is taking something that can be used better and I think that's something that we really, really need to emphasize. And what was, you know, and the reason why I wanted to premise this before Greg spoke is the, like, think about the idea that a person who does visuals and a person who does music are in the same space and they have the same problem, but in opposite directions. The person who wants to be heard isn't being seen. And the person who's being seen would like to be heard more. And, you know, now there's two, there's two people having a conversation with just their art that now like the music, the visuals, all of the pre-work, all the pre-production to that, everything that's involved in that can now be cohesively put onto the blockchain, onto whatever platform, if you want to sell stills, if you want to do it in that sense, like take 
every piece of your film and upcycle it or every piece of your project it doesn't necessarily be, need to be a film you know it could be the conversations you have about an art project where you know where you host a space and somebody comes in the space and just says something really cool where you want that audio right there to be an nft so that people could own that piece of history and you can make it you know where multiple people can own it. you can make it any which way you want you have that freedom um so with that freedom uh greg i see how you came to stage you want to say anything Hey, all right. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Hey, this is Greg. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, thanks so much for, for having the space, uh, Chris and, and, and Keith. And um, and I really just wanted to to say hello to, to Sandy. You know, I, her and I, I don't think we've heard each other's voices before, but um, we did collaborate um, on a project uh, where she did the visual and, and I did the music. And it just turned out to be a really... Uh, powerful and, and, and heartfelt uh, 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 collaboration and um, something that, you know, uh, stays with me and, and I know it stays with her. And so uh, just, you know, I was just so delighted to when I heard that, you know, you had seen Frog's Lament because I knew you would get it. And, you know, you spoke right away uh, about the emotional depth. And, um, you know, to me, that was um, the biggest challenge and probably the most interesting thing about this piece, um, because, you know, and the collaboration that, that Sandy and I did, it was, you know, it just came together in, in like a week. So it was just, you know, and, you know, matching kind of an existing song with an existing image, more or less. And it worked out really well. But in this case, we started with the storyline and and every bit of the music and, and the visuals was written you know, to, to, uh, evoke, you know, what this story has to offer. And, um, and, you know, so all of the instrumental choices and, you know, the, the throat singing, we knew we wanted right away because of the kind of the frog connection. Um, and Alana might speak about that at some point, but all the instrumentation I chose really, because it's like, we're going to get deep into it in you know, like a short period of time. And, um, so, you know, it's just great to, to, to have that, land um and the other thing i wanted to mention that was interesting because sandy you spoke about like ancient um peoples and stuff like that and i think a lot of you know you know the throat singing that i do comes from two of them from from central asia and uh the indigenous people there and um you know i'm, I'm really proud to kind of uh represent their their tradition and in this case i'm doing it in a very traditional way with uh the vocal and uh, the lead instrument the agil and um, it's just so interesting in this piece how, you know, Alana's working with the very latest technologies with everything she's doing with the, with the visuals. And I'm over here with, you know, these old instruments made out of wood and skin and bone. And, you know, the only thing I'm doing with the computer is press and record, basically, you know. And um, so, yeah, it's just um, so that's what I wanted to say. And, you know, thanks for everyone for, 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 for being here too. Nuclear Cowboy, I see you and, and a lot of other friends in the space. So, yeah, big, big love to everybody here. And thank you all for, for checking out our piece. Oh, my God. Can I just say real quick, Chris? First of all, hi, Greg. Um, it's a small world, ain't it? <laughs> it's such a small world. I worked for a professor who said, the world is concave. Because you're right, that was many months ago in the NFT space that we did that collaboration and it came together so well. And uh, it was sold out. And so I was delighted to know you. And then I followed 
the textile art of Alana. And, you know, I, I really fell in love with her work on Instagram. It's funny, you know. And by the way, I just want to mention Tez Town. It was a Tez Town event where they paired up artists. So uh, thanks to Lily White and the event of Tez Town that I got to know Greg and do a collaboration, and he put music to my art. So that being said, uh, here we are again, but deeper into it. So when I saw this piece, you bet uh, I watched it over and over for technical reasons, for love reasons, for you, for her, your Persian cats, the instruments. I got most of that. And it was just so And I said, you know what, this is either going to win the grand prize or the second one. I know everybody's going to love this piece. So congratulations to you. And yeah, uh, be kind to one another because the world is a very small place. And uh, thank goodness that we prove that over and over. And much love to you. Over to you, Chris. Thanks. No problem. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you guys came up because that was that was another thing that I thought was really interesting about what you guys were doing because I kept seeing the post come up and I was like, wow, that is smart. Because, you know, even even if you didn't place, which, you know, I'm glad you did too, um, just because I really did feel a lot from the piece. And, you know, there was there was there were people who actually they, the some of the judges um well, you know, Sandy, but, you know, one of the other judges sent me like an actual message saying how much they like that piece. Like it was it was definitely something that impacted them. And that's and then to see you guys like really doubling down and being like, no, this is our this is how we got to this point. Here's all the concept imagery. Here's everything else. And I saw that, uh, you know, I didn't even need to go into the discord to see you being called the frog lady to like really get the whole aspect of what you were what you had gone through. And that is always, you know, it's so important to see. It's so, it's so rich in power for, you know, other creators to understand what we all go through and how many times we run something. Not even as just AI artists. Like, I mean, I've done this with scripts. I've done this with, you know, takes. You know, it's like there, there was a point in time where, I mean, I, I mean, my highest take count was like 15 takes on something that really didn't need it. And you know, now in AI, we, you know, 1500 takes of something is, is still low. It's still low numbers. You still got to raise those numbers up, but you know, the seeing somebody go through it and the way you showed in iterations is, is something I really want. If any of the artists who like one are listening, who aren't here, because I don't think anybody else is here. Um, you know, that's something I would really emphasize you do, especially if you made it to the top five, even if you didn't just to even show your process, there's something very powerful about that and how you can express that is, you know, it might even make you better than what the contest would have made you. You never know. Um, especially because a lot of different questions came up about these pieces where, you know, I think people were surprised. Now, like people who I was talking to to be sponsors were like, wow, this is, you know, when, when we got a lot of the work in there, everyone was had a very different take on AI work where the stuff that stood out really stood out. And that's that's kind of the thing that's, you know, different about that's the thing that makes those things different than everything else. And that's what's like hard about indie film, because there's a lot of crap. And then there's the stuff that really stands out, you know, and that's that's why AI film, same difference. It's, we're not going to we're not going to bounce back from that. But, you know, um, just a question, just because this this has come up. 
is like if that needed to be uh, a longer piece for that would you would you guys change tools at all i know i know greg probably wouldn't but i mean alana would you like change tools or you know i don't know how much greg has influence on the digital tools you use but like would you guys go for a different type of tooling would you try a different type of shooting um like how would you expand that piece a bit more well i mean you know, it, it depends because like the idea of doing 30 seconds on a Mac computer was like no way. Right. So I, I had to win a couple of other contests to, you know, upgrade to a PC to be able to, to render locally and, you know, move away from Google Colab Notebook and all of that. So I think that there is, you know, um, I don't want to say. A degree of privilege right but i think for for doing ai animations that in order to have you know access to the the you know best tools and, and all of that you really need the the processing capability and and um you know you can of course you know pay for um like online you know places to to do your renders and stuff like that but being able to have something like auto 11 and do local renders even with my you know slower i have um like a, a 380 i think it's still it's it's better than than having to to pay a lot of money so so if I was able to, you know, do what I did last time when, whenever I win contests or anything like that, I'll try to take my to take my money from like the sales, and then I invest it into to new equipment, right? And then and then I can do things that are longer. So right now my capability is like what two minutes, but yeah. So if someone were to say to do something for two hours, you know, I'd be like, okay, maybe come back and see me either when you can get those, you know, turbo SDXL uh, <laughs> um, processors or things like that that can make it go faster at, at a local speed. Because right now it would just take me a really long time but as far as like the actual um tools and things like that you know it it took me so long because i was trying to get the ai to do something that it wasn't yet ready or capable of doing right as far as like knowing how to train a model like there were so many people that were like hey you know you could just take a 3d model of a frog and you know scan it in and make your own laura and do all of these things and i'm like yeah that sounds wonderful if i only knew how to do 3d modeling like i had to learn how to use davinci resolve and i had to learn you know how to use um you know control net and like what the different settings were. So it was such a learning curve, just even, you know, getting to a place where all of the the, the bells and whistles and, and um, settings made sense to me, right? Like I didn't understand why when you ask someone to do an animation, you know, like why, you know, if you change one thing, does it like set everything off in a different direction? Because it's it's so interdependent, like that the, the settings don't just change one thing, but that they they all rely on each other. And so it's such a complicated way of understanding the nuances of doing an animation that, you know, to, to make it go longer um, now. Sure. Like I could still use the tools that I did before, but it was the, the time that it took to understand how all of the parts and pieces work together, because as an artist, you know, you can move your hand to draw something and you understand that it takes time to build the skill insofar as like to, to draw something realistically. Right. But to to get something to work with A.I., and 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 using deform the way that I did, it takes a really long time to understand, okay, you know, how do the settings influence it? And wait, like if I use a different seed, that changes everything. You know, so there were there just so many variables that just was like blowing my mind. So so I think now I'm at a place where if I were to do it again, um, I probably would try to be more mindful of what is the AI capable of versus what am I forcing it to do? Like, do I really need the frog to have human hands or is it okay if it, you know, um, 
has like frog hands, but a human head, like how much, how much do I really need it to, to, to be the way that I want it to be? But, but all of the, the things that are coming out now are so incredible that it's, it's crazy to me that if I would have waited like X number of months, I probably could have had an anthropomorphic frog, no problem with like animated diff. And, you know, it would have been so, so easy. Right. So there's also that, I don't want to say like a, um, a fear of starting a project, but it's also like if I just wait long enough for the technology to get to a place where it can make what I'm envisioning come to life easier, then I'll just wait on it. Why start now? Right. Like what what is the point of starting now? But now that the that I put all of this time investment into it, I understand what the computer is doing so that I can. Um, tweak things and get it in such a way that, that it'll it'll be the way that I want, even though I know that the computer might have some control over that could be some parts of it that are that are automated, right? So I think there is a beauty in just jumping in, even if it seems confusing. You know, there there are people in the Discord that are patient that will answer your questions, and there are YouTube videos. You know, so wherever you're at in your journey of trying to learn animations, you know, there's someone that's, you know, a little bit ahead of you that might be able to answer a question that they might be, you know, experiencing the same frustrations and you kind of, you know, finding like a buddy at orientation at college and it just seems like this big overwhelming place and you don't know where you're going and where your classes are. But eventually, you know, you become a senior and you wear your pajamas to class and you don't care anymore because you just know how the whole thing works. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's a new generation. We never did the pajama thing, my generation. I, I never figured that out. I don't understand the pajama generation people. We were from the 80s. We got up early. We planned the night before what we were going to wear. I'm talking about the girls. And and then we spent. We got up early and did our hair and makeup and looked our best every day. The pajama generation, I, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody just needs to teach me. Okay, sorry to go off on a tangent, but I get triggered every time I see a butt falling out of pajama pants as I take my son to school. It's like, oh my God, pull up your pants. You're hilarious. I mean, I guess I'm part of the pajama generation. I just didn't, I just never did. I was a jeans, I was a jeans guy all the way. But then again, you know, I was, I was raised in the environment of that eighties thing. You got to look your best every time you leave your house. And uh, I, I, I'm so glad I'm over that. And now at this point, you know, I'm old man in it where I don't even give a shit. Basketball shorts, 24 or seven. It's friggin' two degrees outside. And they're like, aren't you cold? I'm like, yeah, let me get out of here so I can stop being cold. Um, but yeah. That's definitely a tangent, and I understand it. I understand it to a good degree, um, you know. But that's the whole point of like learning how to learning how to be in that space. Because like I, I mean, I probably dated within more of the pajama generation. Because anytime I went to a college, that was everywhere. So you know, just learning how to be in that space and not be awkward is the same thing like learning how to be in AI and like trying to figure out how to get all the stuff done. You know, because it, it could be a lot to visually intake. Um, especially you use a deform. It's a really powerful tool with a lot of fucking handles, a lot of knobs to throw, a lot of buttons to press, a lot of handles to turn. Oh God, it's, you know, just even thinking about it's giving me a headache. Um, and I'm really glad that the next deform, which I haven't seen yet, but as far as I understand from humans going to be very much tweaked down to the more easy to use like type of look. And you know, this is the other thing. It's like it's using different tools is definitely the key. Um, I really like that Deform was using that you that there were things you did with ControlNet and Deform because it really like emphasizes how powerful that tool could be. Like that shot at the end with the flowers going on the grave, like brought down the house. I was like, there's not a dry eye in the fucking room after that one. 
And, you know, this is, this is the same thing like um, with uh, the last Odyssey, like the last Odyssey was this 10 minute piece that at the very end of it had, you know, this, this like exceptional um, like release of how that was going to go. And you, you're feeling it the whole time you're watching that piece. You're just feeling that sensation of what's going to happen. And then it does like, it just suddenly happens. And you're like, you're either relieved or in pain, but you know, at least it passed and it happened. And it's a very, very powerful thing. And you know, that's why I'm glad that there were more than just one set of tools. I'm glad that the people who use the tools, like, you know, I, I give you a lot of credit. Like you use, you used a form in a way that I had never used a form and I used to form a shitload. And like, you really kind of surprised me with what you were able to do with it. You really made me like look back at the forum and, you know, think about if I really want to go back to that, because as far as, as far as I, I'm in, I'm in more in video than anything being a filmmaker, but there's something about the way that that, that animation moves and the way that animation makes you feel, especially that you had that transition shot where um, there was the woman getting older and you kind of understood that that was like this, this passage of time. That was really epic. Um, that wasn't a deform shot. You were you were using what uh, Da Vinci to kind of like do a split in between those two. Yeah. So see, like that that was again where I had to learn about you know Da Vinci, right, and like video editing because I didn't know how how to do that. And so for that one, it was masking because I had you know where she um th like so there's the scene where the the video itself is guiding it underneath. So I had to to render it once for the frog, and then I had to go render it another time for the woman because if I was using the prompt for the frog, then it was making a frog woman also. So I was really um getting. So so frustrated that if I, you know, used words like frog, like frogs were everywhere. Like it looked like, you know, um, the, the the story from the Bible, you know, when there's just like frogs everywhere, right? The so plague, it was like, it was awful. Yeah, the plague, yeah, it was, awful. <laughs> it was awful, right? So then I had to like say a beautiful woman. So then I had to figure out, okay, how do I mask these layers? And then once I got that down, I'm like, okay, so now how do I make it where it looks like a transition and I was changing the speed of it and everything. So, you know, I never went to, you know, um, um, cinematography school or like even took a class in cinematography. So when you're saying that I did things with, you know, um, Deforum and and um, stable diffusion that you've never seen before, just know that it's because I'm not formally trained. So like <laughs> I'm approaching it from this 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 lens of I want to do something, but I'm not sure how to do it. Let me see if I can do it this way. Not like I know what I'm doing <laughs> and this is the right way to do it. So if it has that like kind of awkward, not say like an awkward child um, approach to it, but but it might look different than how other people might be classically trained to do something because I've never been classically trained like that. Right. So I'm just trying to put these parts and pieces together in a way that I think might work. And I'm just taking a guess at how how to approach. Yeah, I mean, you have a natural taste. That's really what it is. It's like there are trained people who you can train, you can kind of train taste on, on people. You can kind of get people to understand what looks good and what doesn't and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, like there's also moving on instinct. And I know a lot of people who are really good. I know some really good cinematographers that never spent one day in college about cinematography. One of them was an accountant. Um, well, just like when Sandy talks about like what she does here, I, I keep thinking of my friend Lena and Lena is an accountant. Um, her family made her do that because they didn't want her doing an art school uh, degree because they didn't feel like there was a future in it. She starts working for the family firm and, you know, she's now uh, an accomplished DP. 
and she did it totally on instinct and you know working on sets and like she met people that were film people in the finance world and somehow got in and that's you know sometimes that entry is more important because you're coming from a place of instinct a place that of it's more internal you know like there's always the approaching thing like my byline on my profile everything about me in, in the space is all film you know if anyone who has money and invests in film kind of hears from me more than likely they're going to be hearing from me about investing in a film even though i don't roll like that anymore but that's a that's a thing that i know goes through people's heads and that's the formal training they tell you to do shit like that um so yeah you know moving from instinct has its benefits too because you'll get into circles almost accidentally that'll like get you way further you know because even being trained is it's you have to work it's a different kind of work um to get into those circles you have to know how those things work and how those people operate and you know that's what i mean about trying different things and trying different ways of doing things and it's why it's great where you're coming from is because that's a that's a really powerful place it's like coming from somewhere that you're really not sure how to proceed and what you're proceeding as like that's that's powerful shit um it it really does enable you to be more of an artist than i think a lot of other people who are trained do because you have that freedom that you, you know you really don't know when you're figuring it out um and deform is a great place for that just because like you can you can put a, a formula in wrong and that's it it's the whole thing's fucking different it changes completely um but yeah this is this is why I, I was really excited that you guys when you guys made it into the top five it was pretty immediate too um you know it was one of the things i was really excited about talking to you guys about is because I really like seeing how you guys were operating um, is going to be, I'm going to emphasize that a lot when we're doing the the virtual film fest, because the idea of what we want to give to more people is exactly kind of the, the use cases of this where, you know, if you use any of these tools, try and save all your stuff. If you, if you do have the person who's making your music with you, try and figure out ways of, you know, pushing that forward. And it's not just about the piece itself. It's about where those different things fit in the different niches of, you know, just the internet in general and people's interests, because somebody could hear a song and want to know if there's a a video to it. Somebody could see the video on mute and be like, well, I wonder if there's a song to this um so you know there's a lot of really powerful aspects there and you know and this is why um you know anybody who is a winner and is listening to this recording like you know this is why i really emphasized all of you just look at your pieces and try and find more marketable angles for it that you can utilize this opportunity to like you know because when because me and keith are basically attached to this project as long as any of the artists are because that's the product we're trying to make sure goes out into the world and does good for the partner that is taking us in entertainment and however we can support that product in in perpetuity is exactly where we're going to go with it and you know this is the, the and you don't know where that could go you know even if it's a top 10 of being watched for whatever reason like next time the next ai buzzword comes around or the next mid journey update where i'm sure everyone's going to start flipping out about copyright again you know there might be all this ai talk and who knows how the search engines the algos and all that rolls and you know you never know if you get it if your film makes it in front of a person what it could inspire them to do what it could make them go forward and say well you know maybe i'll check this ai shit out like i saw this i felt something from this and that's the entry that's why i was so happy when certain things made it onto the entries you know frog's lament included was an accessible story 
Um, and that's an accessible story. It's a very accessible story. And I think a lot, a majority of the stories that made it out were accessible from one angle or another. Um, and that's, that's another like real thing. Like I was talking to somebody earlier today on spaces where I was telling them that IP, uh, classic IP is a big, big thing. Nostalgia is going to be the big money maker for especially Hollywood, but anyone who can get onto that and attach onto an idea like that and be able to do it in their own way, that's going to be pretty epic for many creators. And what's great is we have AI to help us do it. Go ahead, Sandy. Um, you are giving a lot of really good advice to the artist, and I just want to chime in there. They have done so much hard work creating these films, and uh, I, I suggest that they put in a little bit more effort, and like, like they're doing today in the spaces, but um, kind of like focused. And the areas that I recommend, uh, well, first of all, number one, you know, Time Magazine has what's called Time Pieces. I follow their spaces. I go on there. And they allow people to come up and talk about what's happening in their Web3 journey. Okay, so um, that's one space I recommend to go and talk about your win. And the other one is Hugs. The Hugs is awesome. They have spaces and open calls. And so it's free to create your profile on there if you don't. And I'm actually part of the curation team where I get to vote on the incoming artists or some of the open calls. And so these are these are free resources to you, but they're huge. And uh, like, like you were saying, Chris, uh, selling, you know, what you didn't mint, the, you know, the gold on the floor, there is a lot to be had. And you've already done the most important thing. I will also promote this. Um, I'm starting my own spaces called crypto, uh, the crypto, I'm trying to bridge crypto with the NFT space. And, and I book artists every other week and I have a partner who's going to talk about the money part because a lot of artists are making money and cashing out. Maybe they want to uh, explore where to put some of these tokens for rewards, uh, not financial advice, but just to explore and educate. And, and guess what? Um, there's a lot of people that want to be on my show. And so I'm going to have paid spots where people that I don't know and projects that I don't know who want to come. And then there's going to be people like you guys that I know and projects that I'm deeply involved in that, you know, an artist. So basically it's blockchain agnostic. Uh, if, if you are interested in being featured as an artist on my show, or if you want more information on how to access timepieces or get on hugs, I will give you these links because you are already legends. And uh, in just a little bit more work, you will exponentially grow your audience and your following and just be seen. And guess what? You're fresh. Everybody loves movies and film. We've had enough PFP baloney business. So what you have is fresh and awesome. So uh, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you. No problem. I love how PFP things come up. And this is like the first time my PFP was a PFP looking PFP because somebody made it. Uh, I, I always, I am always dedicated to somebody, whoever makes me something, especially if it's related to my PFP, I'll, I'll rock that shit for at least a year. Um, because it's very rare to have anyone make something for you in this space. Um, but yeah, you know, that's there are a lot of places that you should definitely always hit up especially like even and it's no matter wins or losses that's the these are places you should hit up 
Um, you should explore join more since you're already on the platform. There's a lot you can do there with what you already have there. Um, they do a lot of things with stories that are very interesting where you can mint everything that you're mint through them, everything that you're um, you're talking about in your story. Uh, I do suggest that I should have done one for this. I'll probably do it for the the after uh, afterward of this contest where or maybe in between now and when the when the virtual film fest happens. And you know that's that's the idea is to always have more things to talk about because there is always more to talk about and it's and you know it's something that you try and you spend a little bit of time on and then it goes out to the universe and you know law of averages says it's going to hit something at some point um you never know what you never know who you never know when you know it could be years from now that somebody finds a post of something you made and they really really connect with it um especially you know we have so we have pieces here that have visuals and sound and story there's just so much to how you got there and why you got there and, and then what you did along that way that journey is always important it's always the most important part of like our our whole situation um oh we have javier in the audience just want to see if he wants to come up yeah so so yeah, I mean, this is this is exactly why um, this space exists is to just try and give people more options, more understanding. Uh, the next space we're going to have will be celebrating kind of the People's Choice Award. We'll be having that run uh, throughout this week. We're going to have an open vote on all the different pieces that are that are up, and you know, whoever makes it makes it. There's a there's a um, there's a little 3D thing that I'll get minted for whoever wins that. Uh, the virtual film fest, it should be announced a date within this next week. Uh, so by the next space, we'll know exactly what day it is and, and have, um, and have whatever we're going to do to, for the ticket gate. Um, just cause we hope to have everyone, you know, everyone who's going to be, uh, everyone who's going to be showing there. You guys will of course have free entry. All the judges have free entry. Um, and you know, we want people to come in, talk about their thing, and that's going to be majorly recorded for also for entertainment to, you know, be able to utilize with this whole idea of the AI uh, video contest that, that a lot of this stuff is going to be put together in a really, really big way to make sure that everything kind of makes it to the audience where they really get to understand what this community did together and, you know, what this, what, what could be possible with these type of tools. Um, but yeah, Neil, I didn't formally invite you, but if you want to come up as well, uh, congratulations, sir. I'm glad to see you here. Um, and Javier, I did request, but if you if you can, bro, that's no problem. Um, but yeah, so what? Uh, we're in like the last eight minutes or so. By the and, way, I, uh, one last thing I didn't mention. I really loved the Spanish, uh, the, hearing the Spanish and seeing subtitles. That was awesome. Uh, just, you know, the, it was, the story was so good. So that was one of my other favorites that I watched over and over. Um, I love foreign films and I love reading subtitles. I don't care. I'm old school. Oh, Neil, Neil. Hello. Welcome, Neil. Hello, Sandy. Hello, Chris. Uh, apologize for my tardiness, but uh, no, just uh, blown away that uh, got picked. Uh, very happy um, and uh, excited uh, for everyone um in this contest and just kind of where film and web three and film three whatever words you want to use um are going because that's where i see 2024 is video um it's cool making pictures don't get me wrong and i still love doing it but i think the biggest advancements we're going to see this year um is going to be 
um in video and uh yeah everyone in this room right now tip of the spear man and it's uh it's fucking awesome yeah, bro. Um, I'm really glad you guys made it into the top five. It was pretty unanimous as well. Like a, a lot of these was, you know, very much, it was very rare that anyone picked anything outside of the five that made it. Um, and it was what was kind of difficult was how the placement went. And that's something we'll reveal over time. But everyone had questions about, you know, had reactions, had questions and had feelings about a lot of these pieces. Um, yours as well. I had somebody like ask me like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little like taken aback. I don't know how to exactly feel about it. And I'm just, you know, I told them the same thing I said when we, when we featured your, your, uh, your piece, it was like, just see each of those scenes is the way they're being told and hear that the, the voice narration is, is, is nails each one of those scenes perfectly where you, you hear what it's being said and you get to feel it through the visuals. And it's, it's something I really only give like ABC DJ a lot of credit for is like seeing and hearing what you're feeling at the same time. And you nailed it with hurdles. And I was, I was really hopeful it was going to make it a top five. I'm glad it did. Um, also just a question like, you know, cause it's, it's a question that comes up with us when we're talking to people or partners of ours for this, for the contest. Um, if this needed to be expanded or somehow done differently or longer, like, would you have any idea how to do it or what you'd want for it? Chris, I, I think you know me a little bit. I've always got ideas. So the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. And, uh, you know, is there any tools that you'd be, like, excited to use or would want to use to try and, like, do this differently? I mean, I, I've got my go-tos that, that I use now, but there's so many new tools coming out um, every single day. Um, I think Pika still captures kind of some of the hyper-realism that I wanted to, you know, uh, use uh, for the video. Um, uh, my bank account doesn't allow me to use Runway. Um, so, uh, yeah, but there's plenty of tools, and I've got plenty of friends that would be able to... Uh, Give me suggestions as well. So, gotcha. It's a good answer. Um, yeah, I mean, because there's always possibilities there. So, it's the reason why I asked because uh, there's what's coming up is a lot of people are um, you know, people who didn't exactly partner with us and who did uh, partner with us in the space has talked about what could these tools do in a certain type of environment and you know how could anyone really make something as big as what we've had in the contest you know and uh so that's a question that keeps coming up and i'm sure at some point it's going to get even more serious where i can't wait to see what i could come and talk to people about and it's the reason why anyone who would who did win like really or actually anyone who did win and also was in the honorable mentions i mentioned earlier you know, think about expanding, think about expansion, think about what else you could do with that, with that project and, you know, what other tools that could be available because there's a lot of possibilities when these, when these pieces make it beyond our community. And that's where the small part of our community is like those of us who really come and sit here and talk about these things and try and do them, you know, and then we're trying to push this outside of that. And that's where it's going to get really interesting on who catches on to these, uh, who catches on to these ideas and you know what that means um so yeah um the uh well i mean that's 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 kind of the gist of it um just before we close anybody on stage have any like closing thoughts or anything they want to say chris and keith you guys are awesome thank you just thank, thank you for the opportunity 
No problem, Alana. Thank you. Go ahead, Keith. Hey, brother. Thank you. I want to say um, thank you to Sandy, Neil, Alana, John, Tony, Bijos, Nuclear, Moon Girl, Tom, Karen, Jeremy, Mr. Story, Hollywoodland, Greg, uh, The Voice, uh, Henry, um, of course, to Jeremy and the Spider's Web, Javier, um, and also to H2, H that H plus O, I'm sorry if I got it wrong, and Fantastico Snails. Um, thank you for everybody that showed up today, and um, thank you to all the artists who made it to be in the top five. It's really amazing, and you put your hearts into it, so you were selected for a reason, and everybody came together for a reason. I don't believe that anything is by mistake, so just keep pushing and I want to say thank you once again to everybody who submitted there is no losers there's all everybody's a winner because you took the chance and winners take chances so you all are winners and um it's been a blessing to even come this far with Chris again because this is our separate se second opportunity at taking a shot at the AI contest thing because we did the first one with the 3D AI art and um it was a blessing and this one turned out a blessing too and I just want to say much success to everybody um keep going forward and um put just put one step in front of the other and keep going and uh, much success oh yeah uh so we heard from everyone else Sandy you have anything you want to say before we stop I'm just very grateful to be alive at this time and to know all of you and to celebrate with you what we're doing and because not everybody understands what's happening. And, uh, and yeah, Alana, I think we've definitely earned our pajama status. Some of the artists who've been cranking it out and, uh, you think outside the box. So that's one of the great things is uh, because you're not from that area, you think outside the box. I learned that I, I'm being, you know, I, I'm Iranian. I used to teach recipes in a culinary school 20 years ago and pomegranate sauce is how I learned how to use it. And then another chef showed me she uses the pomegranate sauce instead of the balsamic vinegar. It has the same kind of acidity, but a different taste. It would have never occurred to me in a hundred years to substitute pomegranate sauce for balsamic, reduced balsamic vinegar. But, but you know what? It was a new deal and it rocked my world. So Alana, you are the pomegranate sauce. Okay, honey. And thank you, Greg. Thank you, everybody. Thank you too. And it's hard to be a judge because I thought they were all great. So now I know what it's like to be on the other side trying to select it's not easy so don't be discouraged and uh continue the great work thank you very much absolutely so right at two o'clock on the dot here we go um we the film three want you to have a really kick-ass thursday and have a great weekend uh just use the tools watch the videos you know pay attention we'll be dropping more stuff during the week just to let people know what's going on people's choice award will be coming out um, and, uh, yeah, just more will be coming out as time goes on. And I'm really excited for what's, what's about to happen. Um, really, really thankful to everyone who came to listen today. Really thankful for everyone who entered, uh, really thankful for Keith, really thankful for Sandy. Thank you for everyone who came to stage. Thank you, Neil. Thank you a lot. Thank you, Javier, for making it. Um, thank you, Sid, for making it, you know, Nuclear Bijou, H plus I, Tom, Jeremy, Moon Girl, Hollywoodland. I want to thank Hollywoodland for not just being here, but also being a sponsor. I also want to thank John Harvey for being a sponsor, Dreaming Tulpa for being a sponsor. Fantastical Animals for being awesome. Voice of Cat, thank you, brother. There's so many things that I, I do from this. There's a lot of things I'm thinking of you. Henry, 
don't know you much, but thank you for coming. And of course, the other two products at the bottom. Hope you got a lot out of it, Mr. Story. You know, thank you. Thank you, Tony. Like, you know, thank you for everybody that came. Thank you for all of you. And I tried to be as quick as I possibly could. So if I fucked up on getting your name right or, you know, anything like that, I apologize. But it's really because I really believe in this, in this crew. I believe in this, uh, I believe in the scene. I believe in the system. You know, I think there's going to be more that we could do with it. I think there's more that we, we have to come. It's definitely better on the outlook than it has been. And so I really want to say we, the film three, and I really want to mean we, the film three, all of us are here and uh, we're here to keep trying stuff out. So keep swinging for the fences. Uh, anyone who won, you'll be hearing from me soon, especially if you follow me already. And we'll be talking about everything uh, else far as uh, coordination because we're going into production guys thank you very much and uh have a beautiful day motherfucker screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the birds i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt we rape them under the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over the impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner They stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served